This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz for the Comstock Report. Congratulations, we made it through 2020. That year didn't start off that bad until the realities of the pandemic soaked in. Hopefully 2021 will be the opposite with the pandemic fading away through the year. I haven't flown since last February. We have avoided the public, which meant we spent a lot more time at home in our bubble. I'm told that due to the slowness of the vaccine rollout that it may be late February before my number gets called. I've spent more time watching TV and it's not the way that I remember it. It used to be the programming was interrupted by brief commercials. The networks are taking advantage of the shut-ins because now it seems that they are mostly commercials with brief interludes of programming. I find that extremely annoying. There used to be just two commercials between breaks, and now there are a dozen or more. We started 2020 mired in a tough grain market outlook with negative production margins and many farmers on the ropes. We got fully hedged. Bankers were preparing to cut some farmers loose who had shown no profit for several years. We had a near-perfect start to the planting season, a full profile of subsoil moisture, and large carryovers projected that depressed markets into August, when an abrupt reversal in fundamentals occurred. Rain stopped in July, subsoil moisture depleted as in 1976 as crops ran out of gas. We learned a new word, derecho. I'd also learned and shared the information with you that China was going to come after at least another 10 million metric tons of corn before other advisories told their clients and USDA. And USDA waiting for China to issue the TRQs confirmed the exports. This interim period between when we knew that China was coming and confirmation by USDA allowed China and commercials to steal grain and soy from farmers cheap. This bore similarities to the great Russian grain robbery experienced by the previous generation. The problem now is that higher grain and soil prices will be of marginal benefit to many farmers' bottom lines because most of their 2020 corn and soy has been sold. I warned that that could happen. China, commercials, funds own it. And if corn does go to $6 and soybeans 15, many farmers are watching from the sidelines with nothing to sell. We covered those hedges in August and bought futures to offset any forward contract sales. I advised end users to take forward coverage. I told subscribers over and over to bend the crops. I take my own advice. I did what I advised. I have yet to make any additional cash sales and have begun to scale out of CBOT longs on market strength. I have the largest per profit per contract in corn and soybean futures that I have ever had in my entire 47-year career. This is just the introduction of Grain Marketing 2021. Stay tuned. The Southern Oscillation Index is still much in force with the 90-day SOI of positive 10.26 and a daily contribution of 23.42. This La Nina started out with unusually dry conditions in the Mato Grosso that produced a record early season moisture deficit there. Rains have relieved some stress in the central growing regions of South America, while the drought has intensified in areas typically impacted by La Nina in northeast Brazil and Argentina. Brazil's safrina corn crop is likely to get planted late, making it more vulnerable. The climatologist that we use believes that it could turn wet in the Mato Grosso, delaying the soybean harvest and thus the planting of the second corn crop. The drought in Argentina will likely cost bull planted acreage and yield. 
Brazil oversold its old crop corn, importing corn into Brazil ahead of the new crop harvest in order to stretch supply to reach new crop. Argentina has shut off corn exports. Corn prices in China continue to set record highs despite the imports. I expect China to continue to buy more corn and further tighten our balance sheet to where we are at pipeline supply. We should start off our season here with drought conditions in the western Corn Belt and a fight for acres between crops. It is very possible that they are overselling our old crop soybean supply to make up for what will be a short early harvest in Brazil. And we'll have to import soybeans from somewhere into the United States before our new crop harvest. There should be new crop premiums. I'm not interested in making any new crop corn or soybean sales commitments yet. While the bull spreads are working now, new crop may top after old crop does when these spreads get unwound. Patience. We have to ration supply with price, and I'm not convinced that anyone has blinked yet. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.